guys! Welcome back to another episode of Team Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Welcome back, guys. I hope you had a wonderful week. Let's get into this. How do I say this? This news about Sony trying to be like Game Pass. When I saw this Spartacus um, three-tier news bit, I was shocked that most of the rumors came true. Most of them came true. Three tiers. The first one, the one that we paying right now, that's like the basic one. You have $14, $15 really. Did you get some? Did you get to play? Let me, hold on. Okay, because I wanted to make sure that you got all of this information. Like I said, the $14.99 a month comes with just a bit more. Music gives access up to 400 PS4 and PS5 titles, which are downloadable for play. And lastly, the $17.99 comes with um, you will get up to 340 additional games, bringing a total up to 740 games, including some PS streams, even earlier titles through cloud streamings. In addition, cloud streaming isn't generally unlocked for those who wanting to play on the PS4, PS5, and PCs. And there, these users are get a trial for certain games before purchasing. They killed PlayStation now. PlayStation now is gone. And this is starting in June, thank you. Uh, I'm going to tell you number one I'm staying at my current play. I'm not I'm not seeking to pay more money to get access to play PS4 and PS5 titles not doing it 
And they did this to compete with Game Pass. This is a big fail. Because all the Microsoft game plus EA and other services that fifteen dollars. Keep in mind, I'm not naive. I know that this is going to go up in price. I know. All of their first party games, they won. They won. See, Sony can't pull that off. Mm-mm. That's too much like right. That's too much like right. I mean, my God, I thought at least with the premium, that would be like a day one all PS or PlayStation first parties games that come out will be instantly available for you to play. Oh, but Sony was like, uh-uh, we gonna get this money. And this is what makes Game Pass the best bar none. I mean, the Nintendo Online is not even part of the conversation. And keep in mind, I told you guys, I think that Nintendo is the sleeping giant. But right now, they're not part of the conversation. Microsoft... How do I say this? From the outside, Joe Consumer, it looks like Microsoft is taking a hit from the inside like the people who are like at Sony and their their upper people upper management those numbers that Microsoft is getting monthly leak to them and I think that Microsoft is making a lot of more money than we think that they are And that is why this came to pass. It's gonna fail. I don't think it's gonna fail. It's not a matter of whether if it's going to, you know, succeed or fail. I just believe that for the moment, from what they are offering, this sucks. And I would not pay no more than $10 a month. No more. I'm keeping my subscription. And oh, here's the thing. I will give you this. I will give you this. Do you want to know how I will change it? Well, it's quite simple. You know Black Friday? Or Cyber Monday? That is the time you need to get a new subscription. Get it half off. If they can find a way to get it half off, then, yeah. Let's do it half off. But right now, I'm keeping mine simple. It didn't makes me wonder. 
Like, because you know, a lot of companies are striving to push their multiplayer games online for free. Because they don't think, I think most of them, well, clearly a lot of them came from the PC realm. But they don't like the idea of you buying a game and then paying online to play that game. They're trying to make it streamlined like the PC world where you just paid for the internet and whatever game you get, you can still play it. Uh, Luna dropped their first um, some new games that's supposed to be coming um, in April which is Mortal Shell have you guys played that game I haven't even seen a review of that game Amnesia Rebirth I, I want to play that game. If you don't know Amnesia, the first trilogy, oh. Amnesia is a great survival horror game. It's great. Um, I got that collection. It's for the Switch. And, like, I remember the first time I played that game. And I had headphones on at the time. This was on a PC. Don't judge me. Um, and there are two, actually there are three. There are three horror games that shook me to my core. The first one is being... Resident Evil 4. The second one was being Amnesia. Um, the Dark Descent. And then um what's the fourth no, no that's just top five. I mean top four. Because I've always, always was terrified of um The Dark Corners. What is that game? Call of Cthulhu. The dark corners of the earth. And the one with the psychiatric ward. Outlast. Outlast. Those games terrified me. And so I haven't played the Amnesia Rebirth. Might check it out. I'm waiting for it to come on sale, though. The next game is Tracks and the King of Fighters 98. Hmm. So, Nintendo came out with a press release regarding Breath of the Wild 2. And it is now being delayed to 2023. I'm telling you guys, that game is going to come out on the Nintendo Switch and on the Nintendo 
new system. And I forget I'm, I'm at this point. I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. Um, Elden Ring is the Elden Ring is the bar. Elden Ring is the bar. And that secured its right to be in the game of the year winner. I don't think anything else will compete. Keeping about keeping it a buck. Did y'all see about that um Jeff Keeley? Like you know, being cheeky at the fact that E3 is not even coming this year, let alone physical and digital. But his his summer games And to be honest with you, I don't really want that to succeed. If I'm being honest. I want the major platforms to hold their very own presentations. And the, you know, the third party, yeah, live it up. Do the indie scene. Because all of these major contestants are like dropping out of even holding presentations. And I'm talking mostly third party here, guys. But going back into the Sony news. Sony has, Sony PlayStation has reportedly laid off 90% or 90 employees in North America in an apparent move to focus more on direct-to-consumer marketing over the brick and mortar sales. I told you guys this a long time ago. I'm not seeing that most Sony PlayStation people do not like buy games. They do. They just go buy them. Day one, they wait for a sale. Sales, those 75%, those 60% games that be on sale every other month, that's all digital. That's all digital. Those sales don't extend to the brick and mortar stores. this going in when it came to when I bought my Xbox and when I bought my PlayStation I knew I was not going to buy another game physical for those because I know they have the best sales the best I mean dirt cheap It's unfortunate, but um, Sony is shutting down its merchandisers team 
in the U.S., a group that included individuals whose job it was to connect with the retail store staff and prepare them to sell PlayStation products. Other retail marketing jobs were also impacted by the layoffs. Could this spell doom for the future? Because I don't want them out of the brick and mortar stores. I really don't. But I understand them cutting corners and trying to make sure. Because they had to have seen those numbers and was like, people are downloading these games and are not going to buy them physically. They're not. I mean, it's easier. It's safe. For, if you ask me, I most of my games are digital. Most of them. And the only reason why I get a lot of physical Nintendo games is because Nintendo usually has a promotion going on. I need something nice, a keychain or some stickers with my game through physical because that means I have to go to that store and pick up that game. Otherwise, sweetheart, I'm downloading my game. insane but what's well, not insane what did I say insane for it's just convenient it's convenient um the Halo TV series number one TV series is now available on YouTube to watch and I think they're only doing that for a week Um, here's some good news. Capcom is raising employee salaries by 30%. Driven by its philosophy of being a content of entertainment culture that stimulates your senses, Capcom will work to address the issues facing facing our society while aiming to improve its corporate values and establish a relationship of trust with employees and stakeholders. I was going to say stockholders. Um, Capcom will continue to improve individuals, employees' performance review process and its training programs going forward. Capcom's human resources will be reorganized around four departments in order to continue creating high-quality AAA titles substantially. Or sustainability? No, um, I was right. Sustainability. The R&D Human Resources Department, Health and Productivity Management Department, People's Strategy Team, 
and the Human Resource Department will work under a new Chief Human Resource Officers. Oh, that's a lot. I think that they are... This is a good thing. People are getting paid money and they are clearly moving in the right direction to making sure that the work environment is, you know, good. I can't say the same for Blizzard and Activision, you know. God, it is unfortunate what's happening with that. Activision Blizzard confirmed vaccine mandate is over. Employees will walk out April 4th. You know what? Just let Microsoft buy this this company and let it be done. Give them a union and let them be done. Because this seems like a spiteful move. As part of returning to the office, Blizzard and Activision Blizzard held several feedback sessions and polled over the course of three months at the end of which they decided to mandate the vaccine for workers coming into office. A representative ABK Worker Alliance said this was the agreement under which people agreed to come back. This recent change was not run by any employment before the announcement. It's like, sweetheart, I don't want to come to work. That's not what I want to stop at. It's just... Just keep the mandate in check if you want them to come in just make the environment say this is not difficult this is really not as difficult as you guys are making it out it's not they want to be protected for when they come into your office just honor that ugh Enough is enough. And those were your top stories in gaming. your top stories in pop culture.
So let's just start off into what happened with the Oscars. I wanted to come and talk to you guys the very next day. And as you guys are listening to this, it's been a while. And when I tell you there was so many sides to this story and a lot of people had a lot of opinions. So I'm going to tell you some things that some of you may not like. Um, some of you may agree with. But I figured that I didn't want to speak too much even though I did go on social media. But oof, there was a lot. A lot. I watched this past week Oscars. I don't know what number they're at right now. Um, I watched it live. I saw that slap live. I thought it was I thought that it was a um it was a joke. That's what I thought. And I ran the Twitter for some reason. I ran the Twitter. And it was what just happened? And I'm looking, I'm like, was that serious? Was that a real slap? And then, when I tell you the Japanese version of that tele man, that telecast came out and said, and I was like, okay, now that's real. And I couldn't understand why. And then... It spilled out. The discussion was open. Congratulations to Questlove. Congratulations to all of the winners. Hey, hey, hey. Koda. Koda. I need to see that movie. I better shoot. I'm paying for Apple um, TV and whatnot. Um... came up in there and shut it down. Shut it down. So I need to watch this movie. But shout out to all of the winners. The one that surprised me and kind of disappointed. Well, that in a good way, but very disappointing. I'm really pissed off that they gave Billy Irish and his and her sister and her brother Venus, that Oscar. I'm really pissed off by that. I think that those other songs were just just as original and then some. It's 
it was a marketing team behind um Billy Eilish, but that song was not good at all. It was decent, but it wasn't well, it was decent, but not good. Nothing to run home to. And I kind of like the old music. Don't get me wrong. Adele, she earned it. But, um, she didn't deserve that Oscar. Let's get back to the slap. The discourse was, oh my God, Will is so violent to do this. First of all, mind you, prior to this, Will has taken two years of abuse from everyone because of what happened between Jada and August Alcina. But they took it in stride. They moved on. But clearly people were just thinking, okay, that's the butt of the joke. Chris Rock went on that stage. And they're talking about that he's a bully. Will Smith wasn't a bully. At least not in my eyes. He wasn't. He did the admirable thing. Chris Rock. And any other comedian for that matter. I am so sick. And tired. Of y'all believing. That just because you have freedom of speech. You have freedom from consequences. You don't. You don't. And you think that you are safe because you are on this world stage? That man went out there and was supposed to hand off the award for the original documentary, which Questlove won. For summer or so. You went on that platform. Went off prompt. And you said something to Jada Smith. Jada Pickett Smith. About her hair. Talking about he can't wait to see her play G.I. Jane 2. Jada Pickett Smith has alopecia. Given the benefit of the doubt, he may not know. He may not have known. But that's neither here nor there. Chris Rock. 
there is something that you have against this woman or these people. In 2016, when the hashtag Oscars so white, the same year you hosted the Oscars, you came for them. They took that moment in stride and they kept it moving. You came back to the Oscars. You kept it cute. Wasn't talking about nobody. And then when they were sitting in front of you, you took a dig right back at Jada unprovoked. A lot of people look at the slap, the act, the whole walking up there as an aggression. It wasn't in my eyes. It wasn't an aggression. Women of color, black women, have a lot of sensitive issues around the hair. It was black women who fought to get the Crowns Act passed because they were being reprimanded at in workplaces, even in classes. For wearing their hair naturally. And he should have known this. He wrote a, he produced a movie, Good Hair. The act was slapping some sense into black men because Chris Rock represented not only black men, white men, Asian men, anyone for that matter who deemed that it is funny to make fun of a woman of color hair. Black women in their hair. Will Smith disciplined him and told him with that smack, not only just him, but anyone else who had that mindset. That you are not going to come up on here. And you are not going to continue. To disrespect black women. On such a platform. Because you are a comedian. You deem. That black women should be the butt of your joke. And I know you're thinking, oh my God, you're reading too far into it. No, I'm not. 
You heard it in Will Smith's speech. When he was talking about he had to protect the people who was standing up and wasn't being heard. Black women are the most disrespected, disregarded, and we're not even going to get into the trans community. The black trans community, child, forget it. Somewhere along the motherfucking way, y'all have got it in y'all fucking minds. To think that it's quite cool or that it's okay, hokey dokey, to just continue to fuck with black women. That black women don't have feelings. That black women cannot be a human being. And to be expressive in their discomfort of someone else's actions. Without being, you know, labeled as the angry black woman. Or ghetto. Or hood. That slap was a reminder to just respect them as it always as you should have always have respected them but y'all hide behind these comedians these laws y'all hide behind them because see you fear black women Because you know that's where the real power lies. Because you got, you got, mostly mostly you got black men, literally. Shout out to the white men. Got most of them black men and most of these black people trained. Oh my God. It doesn't make no sense. John Avatar, he could have killed the bitch. What? What? Killed who? With a slap? John, I know you have seen your child do 10 times worse than that. writing a play about being a bitch yo child if you don't what help me out here help me understand this 
y'all didn't like that he stood up for a black woman because in y'all world he wasn't supposed to Chris Rock needs to be slapped because he just produced a fucking movie a couple of years ago titled Good Hair because his daughter went to school and was ridiculed for the texture of her hair and her not feeling beautiful enough because they were messing with her about her hair. And then he turns around and he makes joke of Jada Pickett-Smith and her hair. Motherfucker, if you don't get the fuck off the stage with that, you needed to be slapped. You needed some sense knocked back into you. These comedians now... For some strange reason, these comedians, they really believe they don't want to punch up. They don't want to get the people, they don't want to get the people that could possibly pay their checks. The job of the comedian is to be very smart in the joke that you may write. That a gesture that says the king is wearing her clothes. Punch up. Stop being a bully. And I agree with most of the um the um the discourse. White people, this has fuck all to do with you. Violence, bitch, if you don't sit your ass down, talk about, I, let me tell you something, sweetheart. I had a conversation with my baby father, who is white. And I will tell you this. And he, he didn't say anything. He went the Daniel Radcliffe way. He was like, I don't know those people. And if, if someone said something to you that made you feel uncomfortable and you didn't feel that your voice was strong enough to confront the person who made you feel uncomfortable due to the environment, yes, it's my job to stand up for you. So that no one may follow behind that behavior. Indeed, that that's okay. I will say this. Y'all are the most violent individuals that has ever walked across this green fucking earth. You have a fucking history of being violent. You 
are literally killing people right now. Where was all this energy when it came to Kyle Rittenhouse? Where was all this energy that's going on in fucking Ukraine right now? Y'all have a history of this shit. Even at the fucking Oscars, you have a history. And Jim Carrey? Was it you? Who went up on a fucking stage and tongue kissed Alicia Silverstone? Forcefully. She, everybody knew she didn't want that kiss. Bitch, Adrian Brody did it to fucking Holly Berry. But y'all let that off because y'all think that that's cool. But the audacity for him to stand up for his wife. Wasn't y'all just saying something about motherfucking Ted Cruz was a pussy? Because he didn't uh, stand up to Donald Trump when Donald Trump disrespected his wife? Y'all called that man everything but a child of God. Violence. Y'all need to sit the fuck out of this. This has fuck all to do with y'all. I'm appalled that that happened. Oh, no. See, you didn't want the nigga to stand up for his woman. How dare he? I don't want to hear that shit. I don't. I'm sorry. I know some of you may not like this, but I'm keeping it a hundred. Jada Smith and Will Smith knows what it's like with her living with alopecia. We don't. Fuck. His name, Chris, Chris Rock, shouldn't have said shit to motherfucking goddamn, um, she, he shouldn't have said shit to fucking, um, to Jada. Didn't need to say anything to her. And yet, he did. And he got his ass kicked for it. The comedians and shit like that? Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. Let me say this. I don't give a fuck what color you are. I don't give a fuck what race you are. I don't give a fuck what goddamn um set you like to play. People come here to your shows to have a laugh. Not to be bullied. And for y'all to think that y'all can go around here and ridicule and go at your mom. Times are different. The world is hurting and people are hurting and people ain't taking y'all shit. 
They pay good fucking money to come see you. They don't get up there to see you to only get ridiculed. Talking about, oh my god, now we're afraid of our lives. You should never be doing them in the first goddamn place. You shouldn't be making fun of people in the first goddamn place. Make fun of your people or your friends. And let them deal with you. This doesn't make no sense. Punch up. You see the greats did it. And here now come the um, Oscars talking about, because Will Smith just, you know, announced that he's resigning from, um, you know. Hold on, let me see something. He's resigning from the Motion Picture Academy amidst a fallout from Chris Rock. And see, this is what, this is what people mean by critical race theory and all of this shit. It's institutions like this. Harvey Weinstein, Willie Allen, bitch, what was his name again? Casey, um, what is, what is his, what is his brother's name? Casey Affleck? Wasn't that the whole shit going on last year? Well, he won the Oscar and he had this fucking sexual allegation shit on, chop. A list of things I've heard, a um, is long, including Chris, his family, and many dear friends and loved ones. All in those intended. This is where Smith find you. The global audience at home. Smith said in a statement, I betrayed the trust of the Academy. Fuck the Academy. The Academy should be reprimanding fucking goddamn Chris Rock for coming at motherfucking Jada Smith. I deprived other nominees and winners of their opportunity to celebrate and to be celebrated for the extraordinary work. I am heartbroken. You see, this is what I'm talking about. Institutions. Institutions. You couldn't be an individual to stand up against this shit. It's these structural institutions that is constantly keeping people, quotations, in line. In line. The, the, the outcry. The, the, you gotta take his Oscar away. You better take his Oscar away from him. What? Go oh, what? Take who Oscar away? If y'all touch this man, Oscar, I want everyone who had a sexual allegation to give up their Oscars today. Today. Am I condoning fucking violence? No. But I am applauding for him standing up for uh, women of color. 
And sometimes having a conversation isn't worth it. Sometimes when you keep telling black people or other people to stop messing with black women plenty of times and they don't want to listen, sometimes you just need to stop the shit out of them so they can understand it. I bet you mean I saw a bucket of bullshit. Will, I mean, I um, Chris Wall won't be saying too much shit like that out in public. Bet you he won't. Bet you he won't get on stage. I bet you he'll be talking about what happened to him, but not talking about black women. And if he does, she goes outside, so I'm going to smack him in the face for that. Y'all are going to stop thinking that y'all can say and do disparaging shit to women of color because you deem them to not have feelings or emotions and that they are strong enough to take your fucking bullshit. We're all human beings here. Everyone hurts. Everyone here hurts. You have got to learn how to be kind. And if you're going to talk shit about somebody, you better know them. You better know them. I think that's it. I've been too long on talking about that. It's fucked up. What happened, but it needed to happen. Keep talking about black women. Keep talking about black kids. And see what happens. Don't talk about it, be about it. And those are your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Chief Dwells. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. For all of your Pokemon and Magic the Gathering cards and accessories, please visit jdmintcollectibles.com for great prices and wonderful customer service. Again, that is jdmintcollectibles.com If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01 